great. Well, and my name is Alex, part of the alumni CSF group here, and we have Nathan Cunningham and Ryan Frazier on our you know, monthly call with us today. So welcome. I appreciate you guys being on today. Thanks for having me. Excited to be here. Yes, I love it. And as we were kind of talking about before, we're going through Snowmageddon right now. So uh, Zoom, Zoom works well for us. <laughs> yep. Awesome. Awesome. Well, I guess just to kind of start off, um, if you guys don't mind, obviously introducing yourselves, uh, kind of share what you're doing right now and how you're, you were involved with CSF to begin with, if you don't mind. Yeah, I can, I'll, I'll go first on that one. So you go I'm ahead. Ryan Frazier. Um, I graduated in May of 2020, so right, right in the middle of COVID. Um, so I got involved with CSF actually um, like my first week of my freshman year. Um, my, my sister and her boyfriend, now husband at the time, invited me to come. And I went over with a, with a couple of buddies I'd, I'd met in the dorm, actually met Nathan there um, at, that, at that first night of worship. From Euchre. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, and then just kind of first year, I just kind of came to the nights of worship. That was really all my involvement um, and did a couple of basketball things as, as those rolled down the pipeline. Um, and then sophomore year, Andrew asked if, if I joined the leadership team and lead a, um, lead a life group. And so Nathan and I started leading a life group and we led one for the next three years and, and we're both uh, heavily involved in, in all that there was going, going on with CSF. Mm -hmm. Oh, that's, that's awesome. I know you've made a, a large impact there and you two were pretty close the entire time throughout CSF. So we were a close knit group. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So I, uh, so my name is Nathan Cunningham. I was um, president of CSF for two years and then part of the VP team um, my sophomore year. And uh, I got honestly involved with CSF pretty, pretty soon after starting IUPUI. I think um, I, I got to campus and I was kind of like dropped in. I was like, where are the Christians at? Like I, it was just a very new environment and I was trying to figure it all out and find that community. Um, but I remember my, my brother-in-law knew Andrew and uh, knew that he was a great guy and had an organization. Um, so I remember uh, going to one of Andrew's life, group, life groups um, and just kind of stepped out of my comfort zone. And uh, ever since that first meeting, absolutely loved it. Um, loved being a part of the leadership team, um, nights of worship, leading life groups. Um, it was an absolute blast. So uh, I can easily say CSF was probably my favorite part of IEPUI and just meeting all the people that we did and uh, welcoming people into our home and having small groups. It was, it was awesome. I would definitely second that on my end too. So just that community feel and finding those other, you know, college age Christians that really love Jesus or wanted to get to know Jesus more and those who love Jesus, it was a great opportunity. And I know that you two especially were really big movers and shakers for the growth of CSF. And in all honesty, uh, you guys are just... <laughs> know uh, how to relate to so many people um, and sharing the word of God. So I just want to at least throw that little tidbit in there because you guys were awesome in that, you know, the branching point for it. Um, so I guess, and I know for both of you going through COVID and graduating and then still going through COVID and <laughs> going on. Never ending. <laughs> you know, somewhere we'll see the light here. Uh, you know, how has it been since graduating and especially, you know, maybe just dive into your experience 
with COVID going online for a lot of your classes, graduating, you know, probably see your name scroll across the screen. Um, you know, how has that been and how has that affected your, you know, relationship with Christ or with other Christians? I can, I can start that one. Um, it was really hard because I think, uh, I mean, playing, playing a sport at IEPUI as well, you have not just with school of like you dream about how you're going to graduate, but you also envision how you're going to like leave your sport and you're going to play conference. And this is how you want to essentially go out. Um, you want to go out in your own way. And I don't think COVID let any of the seniors, whether they were in sports or whether they weren't um, to go out in the way that they had envisioned um, is very anticlimactic to sign into a live video and see your name roll across the screen. And um, it was, I mean, you have a supportive family, they're cheering, but it's not the same as actually walking across the stage and getting handed the diploma. Um, but I think, you know, eventually, w once we hit kind of the April timeframe, senioritis kicked in pretty bad, and I was ready to, to graduate, move on, uh, get, a, get a real job, start getting paid for my work, um, and also get engaged. Uh, so got engaged last June. Um, started my job in late June. And then ever since, it's just kind of been a whirlwind of um, right now I'm working uh, at the same company as Ryan um, at Alanco Animal Health on the, uh, the risk management side. I'm a risk management analyst. Um, so trying to just get my job down virtually, which was really, really difficult. Um, and like settling there will also planning a wedding, um, moving out and now living with friends of my brother. It was all, all these big life events happening. Um, but honestly, it's been really good. Um, I think it's grown me a lot in my relationship with Christ, just being more independent and now making more decisions and having more responsibility. I think it makes you lean on Christ more. Um, not everything's taken care, um, taken care of for you. Uh, you're, you're trying to do all these things on your own and you realize at the end of the day that uh, you can't make all of them happen. You know, it's, it's really your times are in the Lord's hand um, and it's up to him. So all you can do is faithfully work and then see what happens. So it's been, it's been really good. It's been a wild, wild journey to hear, but I feel like a lot of, a lot of growth has happened. Yeah, absolutely. And congratulations on your engagement too. New job. Thank you. Um, and I know Ryan had some great news as well, so I'll let you kind of take that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I feel like there were a lot of like kind of big moments where it was like, okay, like COVID is real. Um, like we're going to be living with this for a while. Like the first one was um, when I moved my stuff out of an apartment. So Nathan and myself and then two other, other friends of ours who were involved with CSF as well, we all roomed together. Um, and like you know, moving my stuff. I, I was the last person to move out. So it was just like the apartment was totally empty. And I actually moved out on a Tuesday, which was our life group day. And I was like, I was like, man, like this room should be filling right now with like 15 of my closest friends getting ready for life groups. But like, instead I'm moving everything out. There's nothing left here. Um, so like, that was like a really big moment that, that made COVID feel really real. And then the second really big moment is I ended up, I got married in June. Um, well, actually made hey. Close to June, um, but you know we had to cut our wedding from a 210 person invite list down to it ended up just being 11 people uh, or wow. 17 people, um, family and and then pastor and a musician. That was it. Um, so you know, and then starting work, like I still have yet to meet my boss in person. 
Um, I've, been, I've been working for nine months at this point. I've had a million phone calls with him, Teams meetings, Zoom meetings, but I've never met him in person. Um, and there'll be days when like, I'll text Nathan and be like, hey, bro, we just need to have a work date. Like, let's, let's go over one of our apartments, one of our homes, bring the monitors, bring the, bring the computers. We'll just make some breakfast. So I'm not too lonely. Um, but I think like something that I guess like the positives of, that have come out of COVID is one is um, I feel like my relationship with God has gotten a lot more personal um, because, you know, there for a while, like all of the kind of external things like church was canceled, life groups were canceled, like all those things were kind of canceled. And so it was like, if I'm going to get any time with the Lord, like it's just going to be me getting up and picking up my Bible and reading it, um, which um like, especially through college, a lot of my relationship with God had become social where it was, you know, going to Bible studies or going to church or going to things like that. Um, so I feel like that was definitely a positive. And then the other one is it just like, <clears throat> it really forced me to get intentional with, with my friendships and with my relationships and, um, you know, creative to figure out how to hang out and how to have fun together and, um, you know, FaceTiming and phone calling and, um, you know, live streaming, playing games together at the same time, things like that. Um, but I think that's been really special. I think COVID has been really lonely for a lot of people. And I've been blessed that, um, I had a lot of friends who, who were willing to reach out and willing to kind of fight through it. And, um, so that part of it's been, been pretty good. That's, that's really incredible for both of you to continue to grow your relationships in that. And I would attest that a lot of people have probably felt really lonely, especially either going through school right now, just recently graduated, trying to figure out what they want to do with their lives and, and struggling with a world pandemic all at the same time. Yeah. Um, it's definitely not easy, but you guys have found a lot of positivity, it sounds like, through that, which is really impactful to hear. I love that. Um, I guess kind of diving into your experience with CSF, I know you guys were highly involved with, you know, the president, VP uh, pieces and being very involved in that way. You know, what would you say was your most impactful lesson that you learned with being with CSF? I think one thing that was really big for me um, was the second year that I led a life group. Um, and I was talking with Andrew about it and um, I was just, I was expressing some frustration because um, I felt like I wasn't doing a great job. And like, there were some people who had come at first and like weren't coming anymore. And so I was, you know, kind of some frustration of like, well, I must be a terrible leader if they're not showing up anymore, things like that. And um, something which Andrew said is he was like, our job, and this was specific to leading a life group, but I think it's true for, for all of life. Like our job is just to create a space for people to encounter Christ. Um, and like, if we do that, then it's a success. Um, and so I feel like that was hugely impactful for me. Um, and now how I interact all my relationships and like with work and things like that, of like my goal and my purpose is that people interact with Christ. Um, and like, yeah, there's going to be people who interact with that and kind of come in and kind of go, or there's going to be times where I say the wrong thing or, um, you know, I don't have the right verse or, or whatever, but like my goal is just to, to make sure that people, um, have a space where they can come and they know that they're going to interact with Christ when they come to that space. So. I love that. I love that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's really good. Um, I feel like for me, what, what was huge and what was big for me at CSF um, was, I think, mentorship. 
Um, I, I started meeting with Andrew very early on uh, in school on a weekly basis. And I mean, we worked through so many things um, and just having someone in your life. Um, it's great to have peers who are speaking into your life, you know, like me, Ryan and our roommates like had really good conversations um, and would help each other out. But you also need like that older person in your life who has been through the things that you're going through and has come out the other side and is now like, okay, how can, how can I lead this younger person? Um, so I think just meeting with Andrew, um, was huge for me, but it also showed me like that mentorship can't stop once college was done. It's like, okay, who, who, how do I find and pursue mentors now outside of college? How do I get involved in other Bible studies like CSF? Like I knew that for four years and I loved my mentor there, my, my small group, but now like, how can I switch that? And now graduating um, becoming just a, a full-time worker, like how can I switch that and create new mentorship relationships and stuff? Cause it's, I think it's vital. Um, and you really need that in your life to continue to grow and just uh, have that wisdom poured into you on a regular basis, whether that's weekly or not. Absolutely. Um, I think, and I may be speaking for all of us, but Andrew was definitely an impactful piece. Christ was working through him, um, finding great ways to grow CSF to, you know, a seven person group my freshman year to, I, I believe like over 150, close to 200, I mean, 200 people that they're impacting, if not more on different campuses now. So I, I think that's, you know, a great testament to God right there. Mm-hmm. So I... I think that's great that you found that as well, because I would definitely agree to that too. <laughs> yeah. Awesome. Um, and I guess with, again, everything going on, you two both graduated through COVID. Um, so I guess to anyone that's going through this time right now that had their fall semester taken away, their summer taken away, um, heading into their spring, they still don't really know what's going on. You know, what pieces of advice would you share to, you know, a graduating senior just heading into life since you two just recently stepped into that. Uh, what, what would that piece of advice be? You want to go ahead, Ryan? I mean, I would just say it gets better. Um, <laughs> it, it gets better. Um, I think, you know, I, I only did the online school thing for, for three months. Um, so I know people who have, who have been doing that for now a full semester and into a, a second half of the semester. Like I, I can't imagine that. Um, but like, man, those three months were, were pretty brutal and there was a lot of burnout and there was the professors who, you know, made you come to Zoom meetings that didn't matter at all and everyone was just forced to have their camera on. You're like, why am I here? Um, <laughs> and, you know, the, the stress of tests and the stress of trying to find a job and, you know, stress of like what's going to happen next with my life and all those things. And I think, um, like, not that all the stressors go away. There's definitely still stress to life, but like it definitely gets better um and you have a lot more margin at least i've found for me there's a lot more margin in my life um there's a lot more time to pour into friends there's a lot more time to um like rediscover hobbies and passions and the other day i picked up a fictional book and just devoured it and i was like i forgot that i liked reading like (laughs) like it was it was a 700 page like tom clancy spy novel and i devoured it in like a week Um, who are you yeah like (laughs) the kid who refused to buy textbooks for the last 
three semesters of college because <laughs> I was just done with reading. Um, so yeah, I think like I know it's really hard and there's like a lot of really big things that are right in front of your face that kind of take all your attention and all your focus. Um, but I, I guess my encouragement would be like, keep pushing once you get through that, like it, it does get better. Um, there are a lot of great things on the, the back end of that. I love it. That's, that's really important to remember. God's got a plan, a bigger plan than sometimes we can really see or understand. Um, and you guys are a testament to that, that, hey, you can get a job out of college. Like it will all work out. Um, even when we, we try to have that specific plan, Nathan, like you mentioned, like walking across the stage, getting your diploma, being in front of fans and, or friends and family, it can be you know, a really impactful, momentous piece in your life. Um, but I definitely believe that God has made you two stronger because of this. Um, I think you guys are speaking a lot of words of wisdom into that, but Nathan, I'll let you give your piece of advice as well. Yeah, I think um, honestly, it's, it's okay if stuff doesn't work out immediately. Um, I think just talking to a lot of friends, like um, I was really blessed and Ryan was too, to have a job lined up after college, but not everybody did. Um, but like, it comes around, even, even if that first one that you get isn't the ideal spot, like you're there for a reason and for a time and for a season. And like, God's got you on a certain path. And as long as you're faithfully working, like it's going to turn out all right. And one of the verses that I love is um, Psalm 31, uh, 14 and 15. And it says, but I trust in you, O Lord. I say, you are my God. My times are in your hand. And like, I remember thinking that a lot throughout college, like as those stresses started to mount, um, especially as like I-Corps started in business school. And then like, you're also traveling um, like for my sport and you're trying to do all these things and you're worried about like internships and then like post-grad and all this stuff. And you're just like, geez, like, am I just going to like be a failure or something? And then you read verses like that and it's, it's going to work out and it's going to be okay. So I feel like for the, for the senior who might not have everything lined up right now, like just keep pressing on and keep doing your best. And um, it's, it's going to work out one way or the other. Yeah. No, I think that's really important. Um, and that's a, a really great Bible verse. And I almost feel like I needed to hear that in a way too. Um, so I appreciate <laughs> Did you hear it every that. day. <laughs> <laughs> um, and I was actually going to ask too, um, it, was there a time during college, like was there a specific Bible verse or a section of the Bible that, you know, really was your, you know, going to point your point that described your whole college experience or something you always kept turning to during your college experience was there anything that sticks out to you that you can remember to either of you <laughs> there were there were kind of two um that stood out to me the most one is is my life verse which is um in second corinthians and it says we are therefore god's ambassadors as though god were making his appeal to the to the world through us be reconciled to christ um and so that just kind of was my mission statement throughout college um, and I think, you know, it's, it's really easy to <clears throat> get focused on other things and be identified by your major or be identified by, um, the internship that you, you locked up or be identified by, you know, your campus job or your student involvement or, or whatever it is. Um, so that was just a good verse to, to remind me like what my identity, what my focus was. And then I think the, the passage that kind of stood out to me the most, especially towards the end of college was 
Um, <clears throat> it's in one of the gospels. I can't remember which one, which I should probably know. Um, <laughs> but it, it talks about, um, and this is a paraphrase, but it talks about the people who go to a city and say, we'll conduct business here and we will turn a profit and, um, you know, we will do what we want to do. And it says, but instead of saying that, you should say, if the Lord wills, we will go to the city and we will conduct business. And the thing that was so important to me about that verse is it, it doesn't say like, don't plan your life. It doesn't say like, don't do good, fruitful things. But it says like, don't plan your life in the microcosm of yourself, but plan your life in the macro environment of, of what Christ is calling you to. And so that was, that was just like a, a really big verse for me of like, hey, it's a good thing that I'm working on my education and that I'm you know, going to networking events and then I'm meeting people and then I'm talking to companies. Um, but like when those no's came back or when I didn't get an interview or when I lost a case competition, like my whole life wasn't shattered because I was doing it without myself at the center, but trying to not always perfectly, but trying to do it with Christ at the center of all that. That's good. I kind of got chills from that. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. Um, I feel like for me, a verse probably was the one I just shared, the Psalm 31, but probably a passage that stood out the most was more around like um, Matthew. And I can't remember the exact chapter, but it's essentially when Jesus is saying like, if you deny me before people, I will deny you before my father in heaven. Um, so obviously we don't want to be that person who's denying Christ in front of everybody. And I think that really stuck with me. Um, for me, like being homeschooled my entire life and having that kind of like private Christian education and then going to a large state school, it suddenly was like a ton of the people that I was interacting with were all Christians. They all agreed with me and they all saw things just the way that I saw things um, to then switching in a lot of people. The majority of the campus doesn't agree with you. Um, some want to hear what you have to say. Some don't. And I remember, especially just with my, my teammates, um, you know, you want to, you want to proclaim Christ, let them encounter Christ through you. Um, and that, that verse just stuck with me. Like I can, I could felt like I could keep hearing Jesus's words ringing in my head. Like I need to be like living my life out in a way that honors Christ before them. And also that they hear Christ coming from my lips. Um, cause I think, I mean, even a practical thing was if you're going to say no to doing certain things, um, that you don't feel like is right for a Christian. I mean, don't even just say like, no, I'm just, that's not the type of person I am or, or whatever. I remember like talking with one of my friends about that. And we were like, we can't just say that we need to tell them like actually what the reason is and tell them about Jesus, even though like you don't want to, it's awkward. Like you need to bring it up. So it's just finding those ways to proclaim Jesus in your life and make it apparent like you are different and this is the person that you are. Even more goosebumps. I love it. <laughs> oh, and I, I looked up the reference. My reference is James 4, so I was totally There we wrong. go. Wasn't <laughs> if anyone's <laughs> interested in looking at it. Still in the New Testament. <laughs> <laughs> really close, though. It worked. Uh, no, I, I appreciate you guys, again, taking time out of your busy days and schedules to, you know, share God's word and your message and his message through plenty of other, you know, fellow alumni, growing alumni through CSF. Um, again, I really, really appreciate it. Uh, you know, 
maybe selfishly for me, but also for the rest of the groups that we have listening in. Uh, you know, I, again, I really appreciate it. I know Andrew does. I know the rest of our, our teams really do. So you guys have shown, you know, especially through this COVID pandemic season that, you know, God has a plan for this. Everything will work out. Um, even if it's not as what we plan it to be, um, but we have the opportunity to still build those relationships both personally and professionally and socially with other friends and family to pro proclaim the word of Jesus and, you know, the good news when it comes to that. So again, I appreciate you guys making time for us today, um, but hey, keep hanging in there. Hanging through Snowmageddon as well, too. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to try Good stuff. Well, I'll be praying for you as for the rest of us, too. So, again, I want to thank you guys. Mm, thanks thank so much, you. Alex. I appreciate it. Thanks for the time. No problem.